and it is on. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. This is a selection special. Uh, obviously, Dragon Chicken now is naming his team. Of naming his what? I didn't name my pick. <laughs> no, you didn't. You chickened out until selections happen. So, um, and obviously HP also did that. Um, you also chickened but, out. What are you saying? <laughs> Where's your side? Yeah. So, yeah. so to be honest, I only missed one player. Okay. I only like if I had named the squad. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that was Cam Rigard. That was it. That would have been my only, what you would call it, but I called it. I know that Gav put a bit of doubt in my head with the whole Havili talk. So that was a kind of, mm, it could happen, but oh, I was like, no, no, no. I'll be playing mind games, buddy. Yeah, I can see. He's playing mind games. Um, but look, uh, of course, shock horror, the box went for the 7-1 split. Which I guess is the ultimate compliment, really. I think, I mean, to the All Blacks, it's excuse me, it's a late night. It's it's Mr. Box saying, "Look, to win this game, we've got to be unapologetically Springbok, Springbokian, Springbok-like in our in our selection and in our approach." It's the biggest compliment I feel they could have paid the All Blacks. And it's not even something for insult. It's them saying we are gotta go for it. We can't. We can't beat you any other way. What do you think, gentlemen? I look at it differently, right? So I look at last week's game. Um, to me, a part of it, whilst yes, uh, there's the element of we're gonna do what we do best and beat you into submission, but there's very much an element of. Um, Admitting that they got some tired legs in that in that squad, um, we could try and tell ourselves anything and everything under the sun, but there has been a major bloody toll on this team, um, and, and rightfully so. They've had like a, the run into this final for them has been hectic. I mean, Scotland. No, no, they play Scotland first game. What am I talking about? <laughs> Tonga, which took them quite uh, ran them quite uh, quite a bit. Then you went into France. Then you went into um, uh, England last week again. And you could already see it there that bodies were tired. Eben was tired. And I think this is just them saying, we're going to need all the juice in the tank, so let's go for it. Let's let's put in these, let's get our big bodies in there because that's where we'll struggle the most. And let's see how it goes. But it's a big risk, though. And I know we said it the first time, and it didn't... Uh, quite work out the way we thought it would because the they then convincingly beat the All Blacks. But I think, look, last game of the tournament, you got to fuck balls to the wall and just go for it. Yeah, from from my point of view, I think I think they are recognizing the level of game they need to bring. They are recognizing the the challenge that is being set before them is they, they might be tired, they might they might be seeing flames, they might be ragged, but what more if you put in all that effort, you play all those teams, 
you know, and then at the last minute when the cup is within grasp, you know, you you let off the gas. They need to literally muscle up not what they have left, but everything that they came with. Because if they don't, they're not going to make it. And that is the truth, and I, I think they know that. So essentially, you guys are paraphrasing what I just said. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Um, uh, Bob, please, can you just stop? Here? Why are you being so argumentative? Anyway, <laughs> you uh, baby's cranky. <laughs> oh yeah, he's cranky. Um, but no, it's uh, yeah, very. I think the All Blacks stable, stable as ever. I mean, five three. They are asking for a lot, for a lot from those five gentlemen. Nepo Laulala better have the game of his life. And he's <laughs> telling you, man, I mean, Fletcher Newell wasn't bad, but Nepo Laulala has got, he's got, he's got a job on his hands. He's got a cake eating, excuse me, cake eating, Englishman busting ox on his, on, on his radar. You know, with with goals set firmly in his sights, and that's going to be one heck of a battle. You know, when when Nepo eventually comes on, and when Ox comes on. Yeah, I, I think be, so. They picked him for a reason, um, and he's always been seen as one of the top scrummagers in New Zealand. I think Tyrell came in and you know, definitely knocked him off the perch, and I think he surprised everyone. Right. When him and De Groot came in, um, and that game, <laughs> a game in uh, Ellis Park, suddenly you know, he's just like, oh, "Where are these dudes? Who are these two? What are they doing?" Kind of thing, you know. They, they, their scrummage has been up there, but he's always been seen as a top scrummager. Um, but like with, like you said, Fletcher Newell was 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 really really good. I'm impressed by him, and I thought, you know, what his work rate around the park is definitely going to be missed in that last. Uh, all of that last uh, 20 or so minutes because he, he he gets around. For a big boy, he gets around and he does a lot of dirty work, you know? But yeah. one job, one job only. Take on Ox. Make sure you, you counter that thingy. But I, I, I think unlike last week, it's going to come down to... So England did everything right up until Sinclair came on. I have some questions about this SA um, team. Jean Klein. Jean Klein. Okay, thank you for the correction. What's his claim to fame? What's his uh, repertoire? Oh, the man! The man played for Munster and played for Ireland at some point. Yeah. Um, and he's a big body. Yeah, massive body. He's a big body. He's a physical body, and he, because of his experience at Munster, those conditions, he'll be well used to them if it rains. And, of course, Munster's known for their ability to close out games. So it's actually a really, really inspired pick. But at the same time, it's also like, who the fuck else would they go pick, man? There's nobody else. <laughs> next next would have been Marvin Murray. Yeah, you see. Yeah, but Marvin Ori is more of a... He's a dry weather dude. Come on, man. He's he's, uh, not, but, he's, he's he's not roll up your sleeves, get down and dirty with it. So, um, you know, uh, Klein was a, was, a, was a good pick. 
um, the best of what was left. And he's going to have to put up a performance, you know. Um, mm-hmm. It's good to see how he's been accepted into that group and how he's fitted in seamlessly in that group. I'm sure they're, they're, they're obviously jokes. People probably calling him Patty, but, you know, there's some jokes here and there. But, um, yeah, it's – I think it was a good pick, you know. Um that's all I can really say. I mean, sad for money, Libok, but having said that, developmentally, is he at the stage in his career where he can be playing in a World Cup final? I don't think so. Um, that kicking really let him down. Or that lack of kicking let him down. I mean, in time, you know, what yeah. you see with money, Libok, is he's an extremely emotional guy. So when he's pumped up, his kicking is like super good, but that's when he's really pumped up, and that and that's 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 just youth. That's not ability or skill level. It's just youth, and you know they've got someone like uh, again Damian Willemser, who is in my opinion the epitome of you know the modern day backline player, especially particularly utility back. He has the skill set to play 10, 12, or or 15, and 15, beg your pardon. And he's got BMT. He's been the heartbeat of that box backline for a while, actually. Um, so money, you know, it's not his time yet. 2027, he'll be there. Well, I mean, <laughs> given the way Sasha <laughs> Ngome Zulu is playing, it's going to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, all yeah, yeah. All look, of a sudden, all, all of a sudden, Feinberg Gomezulu. But given the way Sasha Gomezulu's play, that kid is going. That that. <laughs> the competition Ooh. will be good for money, though, because if there's some competition, it will allow him or give him the urgency to get his skills up, which is, which is only good for Essa in the long run, right? The more oh, depth yeah, they right. have, the better they they'll be. You're so looking good. at. You're looking at, and I'm sorry to digress, but you're looking at a backline that, um, and you know, we we don't want we want to recognize skill. We don't necessarily want to look at color. Yeah, we want to look at skill. But yeah, with what's coming through, you're looking at a at a at a box backline with that is has got six players of color. In the future, in 2027, if things keep going the way they are, I mean, you've got the kid from from the Lions, that 13, he's probably going to be the only dude in there. But the rest, I'm telling you, just with what's coming up, I mean, you've got Lebok, you've got Mgome Zulu, you've got Aransa, you've got Kanan Moody, you've got Willemsa, you've got your 10, 12, 13 sorted right there and why i'm saying 12 obviously is it's a toss-up between i mean you got 10 12 13 15 and 14. full power but but i digress um yeah poor money but not really this is this is the big this is the big time you know this is the big time and yeah it's just not his time they must i wonder though who is going to step in at nine should anything happen to Faf? 
Well, they have played. Uh, Chiseland has come in at nine a couple of times. I think when they had cards, and um, if I'm correct, 2019, he kind of he kind of went in there. But yeah, I mean, it's blood. But, you, but you're losing. You're losing the. I mean, and look, I'm not a. I'm not a far fan by any stretch of the imagination. Um, although the man. From the first time I saw that guy play at the Pumas, I was like, what the hell is this? This the Smurf is on fire. But <laughs> there's no better, there is no better game managing nine in the world game right now. In terms no. of in terms of the ability to turn the screw with a well-timed box kick when they've got momentum. And the back three has to come up. This dude just pops one over the top, and he his game management is sort is very different to to Nuggies because Nuggies game management is ball in hand sort of game management. You know, there's and a lot it's of not very, it's not very boot oriented, which is what um fast fast game management is. This is. This is gonna be one for the purists. I feel. I don't think you'll be looking at too many, too many highlight reels. It's gonna be a hell of a game, but I and high scoring, but high scoring in a particular way. I don't think you're gonna be seeing any. It's not gonna be like that. That game between the Lions and the Chiefs way back when. Do you remember that game? It was like 75, 65, or something crazy <laughs> like that. No, I don't think it's gonna be a. Uh... Um, it's definitely not going to be high scoring, but um, you know what I do believe. The box are going to try and I mean, what the box, <laughs> the All Blacks are going to try um, run those big bodies, uh, get them running quite early. I would imagine when you look at how they've selected that, and yeah, you know, I don't know. This is actually the uh, yeah. I was excited. I knew who I knew pretty much, like I said, pretty much what that team was going to look like. But like after this, the squad came out, came up uh, at six o'clock, it suddenly like set in. You're like, this, we're here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I we're feel, here. I feel really sorry for Argentina and, and England because their game is tomorrow and no one is talking about their game. No. <laughs> I feel no like I'm talking about sleep. Game. I feel like tomorrow I'm gonna actually gonna gonna sleep nice and early. <laughs> I can wake up and just have you know good energy, good vibes, ready to to hit the ground, bloody running on Saturday morning. You know who knows? Maybe nine o'clock I'll crack one open in preparation. Mm-hmm. Full you know? force. Yeah, you, you've got to. You see, this, and that's the thing, man. That's that's the sad part. It, you know, because. <laughs> And like you're saying, it's a bit, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit funny that no one's talking about these guys. But at the end of the day, it's par for the course, right? It's par for the course. We want to know. We're looking at at silver and gold. We ain't looking at bronze. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's that's just the reality of it. That's that's the nature of it. Um, of course, if we've got nothing better to do, we'll crack it on. You know. Just, just for the atmosphere, yay! But don't expect me to be staying up late to to watch the end of that game unless it's absolutely enthralling, or an absolute <laughs> slobber knocker. You know, um, want to wake up on Saturday, be fresh, run some errands to try to keep the nerves away, 
and then make sure that my 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 supporters, my All Blacks supporters gear is laid out, ready to go. You know. Yeah, wow. so, it's gonna be a big mm-hmm. one. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a humdinger. Um, let's just let's just get straight into it. Um, HB, what's your prediction? Why would you Why don't you start by yourself? Why do you wanna do me first? Huh? You yeah, know why? Because I went to the Hey, please, this is not a, this is no place for emotion. Um, because I actually <laughs> this is no place for the emotions. I'm actually <laughs> not gonna give. I'm not gonna give a prediction. All I'm gonna say is it's gonna be close. Either it's gonna be close or it's a blowout. That's me done. That's my prediction. But I've got. I I also would. I mean, but that would spoil it. I obviously see my my thing was to say exactly. I think it was my my thing was it's going to be not. It's not going to be that close. It's at least five to ten points. Um, on either way, on either side, and that's the problem. <laughs> Sorry, not, it's, if not even more. It's, it's you a hard. That, guys, this game is gonna be absolutely enthralling. It's gonna be no, it's it's just gonna be so cagey because obviously the All Blacks are just gonna want to start like a house on fire. Cause they they know they've got to. They know they've got to replicate something close to what they did at Mount Smart, but they gotta be better with their options. They gotta be a bit more innovative with how they plan to play. Um I think we'll see we'll see them really attack that short side. We're gonna see them launch an attack on that short side. I saw I saw evidence of it um earlier on in the year. I think they were playing the wallabies and they just kept going on the short side. And the quality of handling. Sorry? That they did it against the wallabies. Uh, I think it was the first game. Yeah, they absolutely dismantled them and the, the quality of the handling down that short side, there's something brewing here, you know, and obviously when you look at how they, they're playing too, every time from the base of the ruck, you know, that's one way to sort of try and negate that rush, but obviously if Faf is onto it and he and he gets that line speed, you know, there could be there could be an opportunity there for a tip on, for, for a tip on because Faf won't hit you ball and all, he's going to have to hit you low. If he hits you high, you're gonna get through that. Con- you're gonna get through that collision, so he's gonna have to hit you low. So his supporting defenders on his inside and outside have to be fucking awake. Otherwise, there's gonna be gaps of plenty there. Um, it'll be very interesting to see the. Sorry, you can carry on. Sorry, no, the battle, the battle. I feel between the back threes is absolutely gonna be just. It's gonna be captivating. Is Bowden Barrett gonna be on the boil? Let's remember when that 35-7 result happened, I think all three Barrett's were completely in the bin. They were useless. They were off the boil. So if the Barrett's are dialed in, it's gonna be it's gonna be a win for the All Blacks, in my opinion. If those three are dialed in, not because they're the Barrett's and they're this phenomenal, but I mean they're 20% of the fucking team. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and yeah. they're in they're in key positions as well. Well, you know what the thing is, I look I look at that result. And to be honest, you know, when when you didn't look at it in hindsight, and I know um 
It was 35. It was going to be 35 nil, isn't it? Had Cam not scored that try. It was pretty bad. But you look at the side that played that day. Um, I had it up. I had it open. Um, so I had it open earlier, right? It's exactly the same side. Uh, except that Luke Jacobson. Uh, so we know that we know that um, Shannon is definitely, you can't, there's no, there's no two ways about it. Shannon Frizzell makes a hell of a difference. Um, no matter what you do, that guy is going to, he's, he's going to bring something. And at least what we do know, if he doesn't bring it on attack, definitely on defense, he can also bring it. So that's good news. Um, you look at uh, the starting, Dane Cole started that test uh, and not Cody Taylor. Right. Mm. Uh, Samisoni came on, had an impact, and they've gone for him again. Fresh legs. There's a lot that's happening here. Um, I'm not, then again, I'm not going to write off the box and say the box aren't prepared for this. But I, I go back to a statement made by Ian Foster after the after the that game, um, and I've been I've been stewing over that thought, um, or that statement uh, most of today, and um, it it come it came off as very arrogant, and you know, again, everyone's looked at this guy as the guy that could not take a team to the final. In fact, most actually just thought quarterfinals, all backs out, they're gone, right? But if you look at the lead up to this whole thing, there's it, it now seems intentional because they've gone so far. But I think there's a lot that these guys have been holding back. The level of accuracy that we've seen in, in, in at certain times, to me, still gives me that uh, feeling that there is something in the tank. There is something hidden. But what he said then was that he believed that the box had shown all of their pictures. And I don't <laughs> want to lie. No, no, but it, it sounds it sounds fucked up and it sounds thingy. But to an extent, right? Yeah. What are, what are we expecting that's going to be different? Do you know what? I think he can say that and it's... He can say that from a point of view of maybe some form of attack or some form of defense. But the one thing that we all know that the box can do very well is bring the full force violence. And they can do it for the whole game. And we know that they can do that for the whole game. But that's exactly why he said that statement, right? They faced that violence. They faced the up and unders. They faced... Um, they faced that brute force that comes from Damon Dielander through the centers. They faced uh, this running, this new style of running from the box. They faced the tricky plays of the box, which was when they were down to 14 men. So how many more pictures can we see versus now? And I keep saying it because I've you know, they have shown, the All Blacks on the other hand have shown multiple pictures. Multiple I, pictures I, I, I in the league. I think Ian Foster is, is a bit, just a little bit short-sighted. And I hope he's not underestimating that entire coaching stuff at the box. Because if if you can if you can tell me two games that the box played identically in this World Cup, then maybe Foster has something that he can say. But as far as I can tell, the box have been coming up with a game plan. If that game plan meets 
Hold on. Scotland Scot- uh, uh, and what? Scotland and England, they were played identically. Actually. <sighs> Hold on. Scotland and England were not played identically because when you got the big guys coming in, that forward pack coming in second half, they changed the game, especially on the England game. And England... Okay, that's that's from an impact point. But the game, the way they yes, play. Yes, the, the impact point of view always has to be has to be has to be the point of when the thing changes. Because when you show up to the to the game, you don't know what your opposition is going to do. So all yeah. you can do is say, "Okay, I've met the I've met the challenge. It's not working out. Let me shift my game plan to something else." As long as your new game plan or your second game plan is able to overcome your challenger, then that's great. It's a new it, picture. There was no. But HB, there was no second game plan. They literally did exactly what they were, what what it said on the tin. They came in against Scotland and they buried the game. Because remember, Scotland were in the ascendancy. Remember when Darcy Graham had two guilt-edged opportunities yeah. to create a try. And then they were like, oh, hold on a minute. And then Ox came in and then he absolutely tore. He tore. Um, what's his name? What's the, the dude looks like a caveman, looks like Shabal a bit with the hair. What's no, his name? no, 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 he was a lucid. He tore WPNL, he tore, he tore VPNL a new one in that game. Yeah, so they played, they played the exact same type of game. Did it against... work? Sorry, did it work? No, it worked. Okay. When they came to play, when 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 the, when the game against England showed up, right? They came mm-hmm. against England. They showed up. They they had uh, a nullification of their kicking game. Um, they def- they were being they, defensively. England was struggling. That's why they were going for the kicking. Great. Then they thought, okay, once again, it's not working. Let's crush these guys. What happened then? What do you mean it's not working? What was not working? Their game plan to get through England's D, their kicking game to gain territory wasn't working. The same thing that they tried to do against um, France didn't work against England because England changed out and they put, who's that tall wing that they had on? Oh, no, the fullback. No, no, my point is, my point is I was countering what you said and you said they haven't had two games where they've played identically. They have. Even in the response. Especially in the response. They've yeah, proven the value of the bench that they have. They've proven Ian the value. Foster's not thinking like you. No, no. So, so we don't, I don't think he's going to take it for granted. And that's the beauty of it, right? There's a man coming out there and saying, listen, um, he knows. Well, they played the exact same way. They've relied on their bench. That's what they fucking did. They didn't, it wasn't a tactical supremo. It was their plan. They had planned to do that, to power away in the last 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. That was their plan. So they played identically. Yes, the variable is that the weather didn't suit them and they lost the aerial battle, but the key tenants remained the same, that they brought on the people to do the power job at the end. And when they brought them on, they brought them on at times that completely crushed the momentum of the other team. That fucked with their momentum and fucked with their head. So they have been identical in the way they've done things. 
It's just Thank that you very much. They haven't played two games the exact same way this entire World Cup. They have. They have. They've literally the only game where they strayed from their DNA, from their actual blueprint and DNA, was the first was the game against Ireland. They went away from their DNA completely, where they weren't taking the points, or the or sorry, or their kicking was poor, and they didn't really show us what they didn't show us their 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 full on plan A. Again, they just went with their plan B, and against Tonga in the second half, again they were like, nah, game's pretty much nah, game's pretty much done. Yeah, these guys are just gonna hit us, but nah, we kind of got it wrapped up. We're gonna be a bit more expensive. So I don't understand what you're saying about they haven't played they haven't played identically in more than one game. They have. They've actually, if anything, they've exposed their cards more so. They haven't. There's nothing secret about what they want to do or how they want to go about it. I'm not convinced about that. I think they're going to show up with something new this game. Well, I mean, yeah, we we know that they always. I mean, they 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 always do find. But Sorry, um, what we're saying, what we're saying is, they the box will always find creative ways to 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 play, and that's the beauty of Rassi and Jacques Nienaba. They are smart about it. They showed us against France that we we will think outside the box, and and it's great to watch. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's 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 what makes it even more exciting if they do bring something different, but. We do know outside the box. Was what? it? Was it necessarily outside the box? I know we were talking about. It wasn't okay. It wasn't outside the box per se. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but it was it, just a change in tactic that kind of you know was unexpected in a way, right? In the sense that we you know I don't know. It just okay. Let's it's outside the, the box. Box. That's what let's what it is in general, and that that is that is outside the box for them. No, it actually isn't. Why I argue with that and say it actually isn't is because again, you look at the box DNA. What is their DNA? Exactly. They're strong. So they actually went. They actually they went. They went. They 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 led. They they went into their. They veered into their DNA. Yeah. Because remember, these scrums had been had been had, had actually happened at that point in the game, and they're like, "Hold on a minute, uh, 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 what we're trying to do here is not working. They're out kicking us, and they're out running us, and they're out tackling us. Let us revert to what we know best. Let's get the scrum. Let's get a penalty. Let's march up the field and try retain possession at line out. Let's more try eke a penalty and see what we can do. So if anything, that was not outside the box. That was them actually yeah. saying." This is what we fucking do. That no, was right. them hitting chest. You're right. You're right. And I mean, even when you look at what they did with, uh, you know, with Peter Steff, everything within the bounds of how they usually play the game. The only difference is where they 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 place their where, where their players are playing in that specific time. So having Peter Steff out wide there to challenge for that high ball. It's just that it's a different body out wide, but very much within what they always do. Box kick, guys. Let's go. Let's see if this boy can catch it against a, a seven what, foot what, uh, giant. So what, it's between the bounds. What they did well, though, that was out of the box in terms of their kicking. Eventually, was the depth of the kick. That's what they then realized. They're like, hold on a minute. This fucking kid is not good enough. He's not good going backwards. 
for a kick. Let's kick it just in behind. Let's give him that little bit of doubt. And because they weren't trying to catch it first time, all they wanted was a tap. Just tap it, head it, tap it, whatever. Bicycle kick it. As long as it goes backwards and it can land into a springbok hand. Then it works. That's what they did that was impressive, was that adjustment. But I think a lot of what they've done is they've been, they've been very true to themselves. Very, very true to themselves. 100%. And that's why I'm saying they've been unapologetically South African in the way they've, they've if there's any more, any better expression of mindset and rugby culture right now, it's that state, it's that bench. It's that selection. It's the way they're playing at the moment. That is an expression of what it means to be a South African rugby player. Literally. So, they've put their cards on the table, man. But like we said, New Zealand, we know, and I don't know if you've watched some of the tries the backs have scored. Very intricate, short passing, angles changing, all of that. That's it's it's skill being used in a different way to instill doubt. You know, oh, that's the, that's the thing, isn't it? Give the defense a lot of things to think about, and suddenly things start to happen. Um, yeah, it's gonna yeah, be interesting. I'm interested to see about the sweeping in the la- in behind that front line because that's an obvious area of weakness that has been exposed time and time again. Have you not have you seen, have you noticed? By the by the All Blacks. No. Yeah, no, but by everybody. The French exposed it, England exposed it once or twice. Just that in behind that that defensive line. There's a there's a bit of a gap there, you know. Aaron and tends to rocks. cover that very well, though. Sorry, Aaron tends to cover and marshal that very well, though. Oh no 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 no! I'm saying the box. They've shown mm. that weakness, you see, because Faf remember Faf de Kirk gets in the front line, so it leaves that space slightly open. Vili used to, if I'm correct, Vili used to watch that space a bit. Yeah, but no, he, they, these days they tend to stand deep watching out for the kick. So, no. And that's what, but I'm sure like this week with Bowden Barrett, that's one of his um, key traits, isn't it? If you look at Bowden Barrett, how he hasn't found that space like he would usually do through. Um, he's always put in that little chip kick over the top. Uh, they've also done it, um, even Richie for. For, for Will Jordan, both actually Richie and Bowden uh, have put in little kicks over the top for into that space that you're talking about. And Will Jordan has been a beneficiary. So did uh, Savea, I think. So it's, it's yeah. actually pretty interesting. He did against France. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so the, those, yeah. And again, like we said, that, that, that playing too, it's very interesting to see how the box is going to shut that down. If they if they play with more width when they hit open side, and then when they and then to open up a little bit more space for them to attack that short side, it'll be quite interesting to see if they actually do that and how they how they do it. All I can say is, man, 
South Africans are going to have, those dudes are going to have to tackle. How you beat a team like the Boxers, make them tackle. No one can, no one can make 200 plus tackles in a rugby match and come out on the right side. It's very, very rare. Yeah, sick. Make them make hits, but make them move around to make those hits. In my opinion, I'd look to keep the ball alive, but then have the right decision making. Quidditch or Jordi Barrett of trying to pass with an offload when someone's already in the passing lane. The fuck was that? But anyway, he made a mistake. It's okay. <laughs> so that's oh man, it's just gonna be so interesting. It's 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 a battle of ideologies when you look at it. It definitely is, and that's this is what's what's up, isn't it? And I think you know the back and forth that's been there between Fuzzy and Rassi uh, on on ide- rugby ideologies and how they see the game. And uh, <laughs> this weekend we get to see it. You get to see it. It's, like, it's, like, it, it's like a fucking claymore facing up against a samurai, a katana, a samurai sword. Who's better? Big. What? A claymore, you know, a the sword. Claymore? Yeah, the sword and the katana. Okay. You okay. know, the the claymore is the you know freaking two meter long, just not the sharpest sword, but it's just big, bulky, and just swung with brute just straight brute force against the katana, which is pure accuracy. Accuracy, um, it's sharp. It's not meant to be to be just hacking away. It's precise strikes, quick, well-timed precision. That's what a katana is all about. And then you've got this thing that's just getting swung by the biggest dude who can lump it around. It's so interesting, man. It's it's dragon. So, mm. what do you think? Prediction time. Heart, my heart says all blacks. And a large part of my head. Um, the only problem with my prediction is I don't see a close game. And that's the shit thing about it. And nothing, not to take away anything from the box, but I think maybe it, it may be a game too far. Um, and um, I may see this one going down like the 2015 World Cup final. So I'd say All Blacks by by ten. I will refrain from making a prediction. <laughs> I can't Maybe you know why prediction. you are refraining from making a prediction. Because ah, yeah, I plead the fifth. Even in the court of law, I can plead the fifth. What's wrong with you? <laughs> People are going outside to cut a blade of grass and they are throwing it north while they chant things there on Saturday morning. We see you, superstitious. All right. Um, Lord, do you reckon? I reckon it's going to be a very close game. I reckon it's going to be a very close game and I think it needs to be a very close game. So whoever's winning is going to be by less than three points. I give it to the All Blacks, but whoever's winning is going to be less than three points difference. That's my prediction. But I, I'm leaning towards the All Blacks. 55% towards the All Blacks, but yeah. If it's not, hey, 
going to be so disappointing. Yeah, we sort of want it to be, you know, we want it to be a, a small difference. And obviously, I'm not, you guys know where my allegiances lie. So, unfortunately, I have to go with my allegiances. But yeah, it's going to be an interesting Saturday night. All I can say is uh, the phone will be securely and safely tucked away because. Mm, Refrain from. Uh, sorry? Refrain from <laughs> messaging. Uh, it's going to be real, bro. It's going to be real. I think halftime, yes, please, by all means, message at halftime. But uh, during the game, that first, you know what I'm looking forward to? I'm looking forward to two scrums. First one of the game, and the first one when Ox comes on. Yeah, I'm giving specific Springbok fans your number, and you know their names, so they can just call you at specific times. Hey, I'm I'm watching the game at a pub. You're watching the game at, the, at a pub. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were watching it at home. You chickened out of staying. No, yeah. it's not that I chickened out, but um, so. A note of mine. We've had the same. We've had the same table right throughout. And he's a boxer. The same table. Been in that same table for all the big games. Um. Yeah, I'm hoping for the best. But I, you know, it kind of subdues my 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 my, my support. But uh, we know who I support anyway. So let's go for it. <laughs> you at least have like an All Blacks jersey or something. Are you out of your freaking mind? <laughs> Don't do that. Please don't do that. Then your old black jersey might gain if holes. If it goes pear shaped, I don't know what will happen, dude. You know, yeah, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take chances. You know, you, you get into serious trouble. You, <laughs> you, you won't make it out of that public life. Mm-mm. Nah, so we'll keep, we'll keep it, uh, we'll keep it. Uh, Neutral. Yeah, and uh, just be there. So my, my old blacks merch arrived, arrived today. Um, I was shafted. I was chuffed. Can't wait. Can't wait to watch the game with that on. Yeah, it's going to be big. It's going to be lovely. I will be watching it at my house. I pay rent. I have, I bought a substantially large television and I paid my extremely expensive Zimbabwean Wi-Fi. I will be watching it at home. In the comfort of my home. You won't be around, no. Nope. I'm going to hang out with a bunch of rugby supporters and. Hello. Did he just disappear? Yeah. He's been plucked out. It's like the yeah. rapture. Go on. Yeah. He's gone to move some furniture. Oh, uh, damn. I was saying, um, yeah, I'm going to watch the game with a bunch of rugby fans. Yeah. So that's going to get rowdy. But it's gonna be good stuff. Yeah, and my case of castle being delivered. So yeah, well, case of castle, case of windhook. So I'm a happy man right now. Anyway, so we will catch up with you on Monday. Fingers crossed, cross your eyeballs, fingers, toes, legs, whatever, knees, left one, whatever you can. Um all I can say is there'll be plenty of deals made with God. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like... Promises. Yeah.
Yeah, you know, New Year's resolutions, that's what it's going to be like, you know. But yeah, I, I, if they win, I'm going to, yeah, that's the kind of thing that's going to happen. <laughs> Apparently, I'm going to have twins in the next couple of years. And uh, <laughs> I was like, please, look, look, I'll take twins. Just let them be lions, please. <laughs> it's real. It's real. It's happening. Oh my gosh. Anyway, thank you for joining us, everybody. Nice little quick episode there. Uh yeah, we'll catch you on Monday. Any last words before the big game? Enjoy. Let's get it done. The mana. The mana. All right. Peace out, everybody. Good night.